in the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture, and we're back again, <laughs> once more, yes, after the October uh, doldrums. We are here in November, and we're ready to close out this season of SEC football, because I don't know if you heard, Brittany, football has been canceled. Football again. has not been canceled. It, is, it has been canceled. We it still has been have canceled. four beautiful weeks of regular season beautiful is in the eye of the beholder and football has been canceled what are your thoughts on kentucky's exhibition matchup with kentucky state tomorrow night um what time is that game that's at seven o'clock you know it well i do not that's my happy hour that is my least favorite time for a kentucky event yet every week something at seven it's always at seven it's always at seven um I was trying to make a uh, a quick connection in my head to the number seven. Nothing came up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in any case, SEC football continues. We have been out of it for, I think, two weeks now. No Ish. real reason, except that it's October and we're tired. Yes. Uh, and, uh, but SEC football, as we said, rolls on. So, tonight, uh, we're just going to kind of recap where we are, where we're going Instead of the uh, kind of weekly preview or uh, review, we're just going to kind of just sit, reflect, talk about our feelings, uh, talk about Brian Harson, um, and uh, our old friend who who came to visit uh, at long last, and it we'll happened. talk to him a little bit later. Okay, all right. Uh, and then special we, guest. And it's then exciting. yes, exactly. And then we'll we'll talk about Jimbo and the struggles uh, that. Texas A&M is, is facing, including a live possum in the stadium. Did you see that? I did. <laughs> we'll oh talk gosh. about Possum Gate. Yes. Uh, of course, we've got uh, LSU Alabama this weekend, uh, which will be uh, a topic of discussion. Likely the game that will decide the SEC West, although Ole Miss is still in the mix. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. But, but I think we have to start with Armageddon in Athens on right. Saturday. The Vols and the Dogs playing for the SEC East title, and maybe much more than that. Um, is Armageddon from the movie, or is that like a thing that is said, not just the movie with Ben Affleck? Well, you're aware that's a biblical term. Armageddon? Yes. I'm not. You didn't know that? I don't think I now did. Now you're making me doubt it. Okay, I'm going to have to Google. What does it mean, it like culturally? The, it's the, okay, this, this is a little troubling now. <laughs> This uh, Georgia high school education really, really crushed it Well, why would they teach me about the Armageddon in a public high school? Well, I don't know. I also never saw that movie, so. Okay, I'm looking for, okay, all right. I'm just, you never saw, you never saw that movie? No, I've, no, I know that song, and I know there's something with like an animal cracker that he like dances it, and I know. Dances it where? I know he died. Oh, AJ? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck dies. Yeah. Uh, it's clear you have not seen the movie because Ben Affleck does not die. Spoiler alert for everyone. Or the dad dies. The dad. The dad dies. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just like in Sixth Sense. Oh, gosh. We're just That's doing another, spoilers all over the Yeah. All over uh, Armageddon is a biblical term. I don't know. It's a Greek word. I don't know if it shows up specifically in the text. Mm-hmm. I would think it does. Of course, it's Revelation. Mm-hmm. This is a tough moment for you. Uh, for me, yeah, with your, you know, your your mom uh, being a uh, biblical scholar. Well, I'm sorry, we didn't study, we didn't dive into Revelations that, in that the whole household that, that much. That didn't really so come up. We a didn't lot. really sit there. No, we weren't an end times kind of family. Well, it's going to be an end times time of moment if the Tennessee Vols waltz into Sanford Stadium and leave with the with the dub. I do not think so. How nervous are you? I'm like, very are you nervous. peeing your pants right now? Not currently. Let me just tell you. Uh, Tennessee is terrifying. Yes. Uh, oh, is I was so speaking? bad for me watching the Kentucky game last week. You you were aware of what I did. What did you right do? Right before halftime, I'm like, I'm out. I'm going to Kroger. Oh, yeah. You went grocery shopping. Yeah. It was right before, like, the disaster at the end of the half. One of many disasters. Yeah. That was not a pretty game. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. And do you feel that that fate is coming for you? Um. Well, I I think that there's a couple key differences between that game and this game. Let me hear them. Um, one, be we're, careful. We're not going to Neyland at night. Right. 
which you were, that's where y'all were, and Alabama, um, there's just a lot of hype in Tennessee. It's like they have saved up all of their mojo from the past 15 years. It's almost their coach is full of it too, right? His name is Hyrule. Oh, okay. There you, you go. You Thank you. Yes. That was one of my best jokes. Was it? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, look at this. I've been out for two weeks and I knew that button. Look um, out. Don't stop me now. So I think that the fact that we don't have to tackle um, Knoxville and the Sea of Orange and all of the um, fanfare there uh, will be a plus. Mm-hmm. Um. And you told me today there's like fights on Twitter about who had the best. Yes, can't, let, me, uh, let me just atmosphere. let me just tell you a little bit. Tennessee fans on Twitter, and I'm sure I'm talking to ones of you out there. Uh, they are the worst. They are absolutely terrible. And I, uh, they are now attacking Georgia, saying that playing at Neyland or playing at Sanford Stadium is actually not that bad. It's pretty easy. Just walk on the park. I mean, the last get time the they won was like what it, 2006. What in Neyland? Yeah, no, oh, in, in uh, Sanford. In Sanford, <clears throat> didn't they like? Didn't that Hail Mary? I think they won on that Hail Mary. Remember the one that our friend oh, Abby walked yeah. in. And she was like, "What's going on?" Was and that like, in Athens? Yeah, I think it was in Athens. Oh, gosh, that was terrible. But uh, yeah, the Tennessee fans are are saying that uh, Sanford Stadium is not that intimidating. Okay, well, those people probably have not been out of Eastern Tennessee, so. Well, here we go. <laughs> what else do you do? We want to say about uh, that side of the country. Oh, nothing. So I don't have as much um, animosity towards Tennessee yet. Yeah, I will say say yet, yet. as you do at the current moment. But moving forward, I do feel like that will be a good benefit, a very big benefit, especially because we have not had a huge game this year. So we're going to put all of our mojo. Very much been waiting to this game, which is going to be three thirty, which is the best time, the best kind of game, and um. Yeah, I think also um, what is going to be beneficial to us is that we're not um, – that we've played in, like, really big games before. Yeah. You know, like, this team, there's a, most of them were there from last year. Sure. yeah. The quarterback has played in the SEC championship in two playoff games. Right. Um, I don't think Kentucky has had that kind of experience. Why are we talking about Kentucky? Because you asked me to compare – Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Um. So I don't. I think that that was probably part of Kentucky's problem is that, um, they just couldn't handle the environment. Okay. You don't have to be a jerk about it. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to be mean. Uh, Georgia though, Nolan Smith out. I know. Star linebacker, defensive player for the Dogs is out for the year. Um, Georgia gave up what twenty twenty five somewhere points to to Florida. Mm-hmm. Who is not really known for their scoring. Right. Uh, honestly, they're not known for much this year. Yeah. And it was the third quarter from hell for, for Georgia before they put the, the Gators away. It's true, though, and I felt this way for Georgia last week. It's like, you know, Georgia came out, beat Oregon like a drum in the first week. And I feel like Georgia's been, I mean, I guess they're playing like every week, but no one really seems to notice. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time that basically they were a story between Oregon and and last week for the Florida game was uh, the trip to Missouri, which ended in near doom. But so it's kind of interesting. We still don't think fully know how good Georgia is. Uh, I think we have a good idea of how good Tennessee is. Uh, And we talked about after they beat Florida, we were like, okay, they got LSU, Bama, Kentucky, Georgia. And if they can go through that streak, we were thinking, what, two and two? Mm -hmm. Like that would be great. And they're a win away from going – uh, 4-0. And then the rest of the season for them, the, the middling crowd in the SEC East, I mean, it's I, I don't see a way that they will uh, lose if they win in Athens. Yeah, they really have, like, the, the bottom three right there yep. at the end. I, yes, I, I mean, I'm not doubting at all. I'm not one, I'm not, like, one of the delusional Georgia people that are, like, Georgia should be over Tennessee like in the rankings or anything. I mean, they had two really good, like decidedly good wins with LSU. And I mean, Alabama was close, but I mean, in Kentucky, which was a ranked team at the time, right. I don't think they're ranked anymore. Yeah. Um, and they're not, they're not in the poll that matters now. So, um, so yeah, I think that, what was my point? 
I had a point for that. I don't know. <laughs> it's gone. The point has has left the building. I got distracted on the fact that Kentucky wasn't ranked. Yeah. Again, lots of unnecessary shots. <laughs> I don't oh, feel. Yeah. Sorry. See that that is God sending down a lightning strike <laughs> against uh, uh against your your commentary. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think I'm going to be very anxious. I'm already trying to plan who I want to be around me during that game. Would you want me to be around you? It depends. You told me that you want Georgia to beat Tennessee decidedly. Yes. Um. Oh, I remember my point. Can I go back? I guess let's go. Can you go. edit all of this? No, into, I'm not. Thank you. Can you believe? Um, no, so, of course not. Okay. One, two, three. And, <laughs> and then I think that Tennessee – has had a lot of decidedly good wins, but Georgia has been able to show really big wins, like at South Carolina and Florida, but also they were just... No, I'm not saying that they're good teams. I'm saying they're like, those were large wins, like numbers-wise. Okay, yeah. South Carolina, definitely. Yeah. And then also they've been able to show adversity and coming out of Missouri and the Zorro music. So I think that it doesn't really matter. I don't think it matters that you win decidedly every time. I think it matters that you can pull out different types of wins. Okay, there it is. I-, I felt your that is my point is because I think that you need to have different types of wins, and I think Georgia is showing that. Well, we'll see what happens. Tennessee's very good at first drive scoring a touchdown in like two minutes. So I think if Let's say Tennessee gets the ball and they go three and out. Okay, Georgia's going to start feeling itself. Yeah. Smokey versus Ugga. That's the real battle. Mm-hmm. What do we think about that matchup? I mean, it's Ugga. I'm very biased, though. Yeah. I will say this. Which one howls like a wounded animal? Well, Smokey's very wounded because <laughs> there's a lot of howling. But he is, like, ready to roll, you know, in the games that I've watched. At Tennessee, the, the the last couple months when they're about to run out through the tee, Smokey's like not just sitting there; he's like got the bark going. I mean, how could you not as a dog in that environment? Well, I don't know. Or a person, I would be anxious too. Yeah, well, then we can look at Ugga because while Smokey is like rip roaring, ready to go, Ugga has found the air conditioning and is enjoying a leisurely sit. You know, that's how I like to watch the game, too. Which, to be fair, that sounds a lot better of a life than just sitting around and annoying everyone. Exactly. So maybe it is Ugga for the win. I think it is. Okay, take that, Smokey. Uh, But, no, it's going to be a great game. It's a defining game for the season. Uh, And just kind of to look at the playoff picture, if Georgia loses, I think Georgia's done. Really? I really do think so. I think if Georgia loses, I really don't see it because they're not going to win the East. Right. Um. They're going to be eleven and one, and if you think about it, um, I don't know. I think I they would. Georgia's other got te- okay. other teams outside of this conference Clemson, have to fall apart. Clemson has to lose. We do not control our own destiny. What right, say, right? Right. If Clemson, so if Georgia loses this game, they're going to have to hope that Clemson and TCU both lose. Right. And then hope that the committee would pick them over either Ohio State or Michigan. Right. Which I think in this case you would want Ohio State to win. Uh, because Ohio they're State highly Michigan ranked right game. now. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's assuming those teams went out, which is an assumption. I don't mm-hmm. think it's very true. Uh, so if Georgia, again, if Georgia loses, they're out. If Tennessee loses, I think there's a very good chance they'll still get in. Yeah, I do too. And I think it would come down then to um, like the SEC championship game, Georgia and guess Alabama, although yeah. we'll get to them in a second. If Georgia were to obviously if Georgia wins and goes undefeated, they're in number one seed. If Alabama then beats Georgia, this is the scenario that everybody else hates. If Georgia wins Saturday and then loses to Alabama, one loss Alabama in the SEC title game, then you have a scenario where there's three SEC teams mm-hmm. in the playoff with likely the Big Ten champ. Right. A question then is, does 11-1 Tennessee in this scenario get in over 12-0 Clemson? Yes. 13-0 Clemson, even. Yes. I don't think they will. You don't think they I will? I don't think they will. Even though I think Clemson is nowhere near as good a team. Yeah. I think it's just that's just the way it's set up right they now. Need to do, they need to open it to six. Well, they're going to open it up to 12. Oh, okay. That works. Yeah. That works. This, is, uh, this will is happen in a couple years. Is that what the NFL does? NFL has... 
12 or 14. Okay. Like they have like half the league. So it, it's going to look, it's going to start looking like the doesn't NFL. That start, doesn't that take like a month to yeah. get through? That's what, that's what football, it, so what will happen is football will, so you know how you have the championship games, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have a week, usually like Army's playing Navy. Right. And then the next week is when the playoff games would start. Before and, Christmas. Right. And get this. The first round, so the four teams would get buys. It's like okay. the four highest conference champions. Mm-hmm. And then so um, Georgia, like last year, for instance, Georgia would have been the five seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's going to happen is those first round playoff games. So it's like five versus 12, six versus 11, seven, 10, eight, nine. Those games will happen on college campuses. Oh, good. Nice. So how fun will that be? That'll so be really you would fun. have like, for instance, last year, uh, I think it would have been Georgia versus, oh, Penn State, someone like that. Yeah. Like, in, in, and so for that round, it's at college campuses. And right now they're saying the second round where you bring the top four teams in, that will go back to a bowl site. Would it be like home and away? You'd have to no, play no, no. two? No, you just play one. Like on one of their college campuses? Yeah. Who would, how would you decide that? Well, whoever one? was the higher ranked team. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And so the other thing that they're going to do with the playoff is they're going to make it to where uh, the top six highest ranked conference champions. So that means that you had the five power five like mm-hmm. conferences so, such as they are still. And then the highest ranked group of five. Mm-hmm. So like from last year, Cincinnati. So you'll always have a group of five team in the playoff. Mm-hmm. And this year, it's looking like that that team's going to be Tulane. Okay. Although, obviously, Tulane's not at the level that Cincinnati was right. last year. So, right, yeah. Uh, so, that's the thing is, like, you open it up to 12, you're like, oh, all these other teams. But if you think about it from the SEC, Georgia's going to be in. Alabama's going to be in. There's going to be another SEC team, whether it be Tennessee or Florida, who, whoever mm-hmm. will be up there. So, like, that is – Piper's having a situation over there, isn't she? Because I won't give her attention. Yeah. So, like – it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how it all folds uh, unfolds and uh, the playoff. I'm thinking in like two or three years is when they're going to change to to twelve. Okay, that so will be interesting. We'll talk more about that at a later point. We uh, let's talk about LSU Alabama, which usually right. on this weekend is like this is like the game, right? It's always right. one of the more um, previewed games uh, and hyped games, especially when it's happening in Death Valley, especially mm-hmm. when it's happening at night. Mm-hmm. which both are true this week. I bet CBS is a little ticked that they took their their weekend where they had a doubleheader, mm-hmm. and they spent it on Auburn, Georgia, and Texas A&M, Alabama. Oh, yeah. It was just a poor choice, right? Yeah, I bet they chose that when the, they thought well, the Alabama game was going to be well, so Well, when A&M, and we'll get to them yeah. in a second. But, like, the LSU-Bama, ESPN, 7 o'clock. Uh, it is for the lead in the SEC West. Uh, whoever wins this game will be in the driver's seat to win the division. Of course, Alabama the next week will be going to Ole Miss, who also has one loss. So you have a situation in which you could have, and of course, LSU has already beaten Ole Miss. But let's say Alabama beats LSU and then loses to Ole Miss. Very mm-hmm. plausible. Mm-hmm. That means that all of those teams would then have, I think, two conference losses, except Ole Miss would just have one. So then Ole Miss would need to beat uh, to win at Arkansas, not an easy task because Arkansas is quietly under the radar, kind of cooking right now. And then beat Mississippi State at home to go to the SEC title game. Okay. So, that, again, that's and, just a scenario. Yeah, yeah. And any number of things could happen. LSU could win this game. If LSU wins it, then they have to win at Arkansas and then at Texas A&M to go to Atlanta. Um, but LSU at that point, if LSU wins, they have the tiebreaker over Ole Miss and Alabama. It's going to be hard. I think they would have to lose both of those games yeah, to then not go. Um, depending on what Ole Miss does. I mean, since I they can, only have one. I mean, there's lots of permutations. I, there's a lot of things that could happen. I mean, right. I could see Alabama losing to either one at either right. one of those. I right. could see Ole Miss losing, uh, to Alabama or Mississippi state. Honestly, I could the see egg bowl is every, so crazy. every single scenario we just talked about, I could see happening. Yeah, definitely. So that'll be something to watch and kind of keep our eye on. And hopefully that will stay exciting. But I mean, you have to think about it this way too, because Alabama, you know, they lost that game to Tennessee and the way that game unfolded, they were just as good as Tennessee, right? They were just as good. And that happened at Neyland. Mm-hmm. So you put that game somewhere else, 
Alabama's the favorite by a touchdown. Right. I think. You put it in Tuscaloosa, it's probably two touchdown favorite. Mm-hmm. So I think people have kind of started to sleep on Alabama a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I think if they win these Just next. what they want. Right. Exactly. Gosh. And, and here's the thing. If they win the next two games, they're going to beat Austin P. Mm-hmm. They're going to beat Auburn. Mm-hmm. They're going to be 11 and 1. Mm-hmm. They're probably at that point going to be back in the top four. They're going to go to Atlanta and they're going to play either Georgia or Tennessee. Each of those scenarios is fascinating. Right. And, uh, you know, they're in a position to still, I think, get the number one overall seed. And nobody's really talking about that potential mm-hmm. right now. So, um, well, every, I mean, Tennessee is just sucking all of the right, all of the energy out yes. right now. So, I, I think also Alabama, for the fact that they struggled to beat Texas, they struggled to beat A and M, they struggled, relatively speaking, to beat Arkansas. They kind of put it back together for Mississippi State. Um, and then you have the whole incident with what, what's his face, Jermaine, Jermaine Burton coming right. out of the Tennessee game, exactly. Um, so they are really under the radar right now, I think. And, of course, they could go down to LSU and get beat. Now let's talk a minute about Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, they lose that game to Florida State to start the year. They have been so good since then. I know. And, like, I I think that, you know, and we'll get to the playoff rankings, but they rank them number 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is – I think it's the highest – are they – what are they? What's their – are they one? They're two loss. The highest two loss team. Two loss team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I was like, interesting. I just, I feel like I'm still sleeping on them. Yeah, I think everyone is, and I think this is their chance to wake everybody up. Now, I could totally see they win this game, then they lose at Arkansas. Right. Uh, but I, I don't think LSU LSU is a threat to go to Atlanta. They are not a threat. I think. To, I mean, they could win out. I still don't think that gets them in the playoff. Yeah. I think that they will have a nice time at the Sugar Bowl but at, what the, an, at that point. But, but already what an amazing What an amazing year season, right, to, sure. to break in. Um, so with two losses now, your boy here picked LSU to go 8-4. and four. Yeah, and, I uh, think I had him as 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, you know, you're, it's looking pretty good for my pick right here. But yeah. this game always, something always, I mean, going back to the game of the century, 9-6, to six, 2011 national title game, 2019 Joe Burrow, um, we haven't had, I think, as many classic ones lately. LSU got close last year, mm-hmm. um, but but fell in Tuscaloosa. I think this is going to be a good one uh, down in Death Valley. Yeah, so this will be the night game, 7 o'clock. To, uh, hopefully we can watch, you know, very calmly and happily after watching Georgia beat Tennessee. And we'll see what happens. So. Uh, so again, what a co- what a combination! It's your four of the top ten con- uh, teams in the country in the college football playoff poll playing each other. Number one versus number three, number six versus number ten. Uh, it's going to be a fun and awesome Saturday. Hard to to think of a a week that was this good um, since uh, I don't know. I have to go back and think about that when you've had a game with these two. Uh, top-ranked games. Yeah. Now, those are the teams that are crushing it, right? Those four are pretty much your four top teams, I think, in the SEC right now. I think, you know, Ole Miss, let's give a shout-out to them also. They're on bye this week. Uh, and they're uh, rocking and rolling with just one loss with that, that tough stretch to, to end the season. Yeah, so hopefully Lane can kind of, you know, take a beat right. from all the little comments that he's been making. Well, he's made some comments, and he, he's also tweeting about his suggestions for the new man at Auburn. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, we have our our special guest with us. Um, you know, Mr. Vecna, you have uh, seen out the job and taken out uh, Brian Harson. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the matter? Okay, well, Piper was here. <laughs> Everyone's a little alerted. Piper jumped back really quickly because she didn't like What, you pinch her or something? No, she's just she's scared of Vecna. Brian! Oh, okay. Well, a- a- as far as I understand, you've already done the job, right? Brian! That's more to say, apparently. Okay, well, you just go back in your cave. Is there another Brian in the SEC? No. Who's he talking about? What's going to happen? I, th- I think he's safe. I think he is safe. Calm down, Vecna. All right, Piper, what do you want? Oh, my gosh. Piper's worried that Vecna's here. Yeah, she can see she him. Uh, Brian Harson fired 
out at Auburn as of on Halloween. <laughs> Tough times. I just I don't get it. Like I I don't understand why you don't just wait a month and save millions of dollars. It makes no sense to me. Would they have saved if they had waited? I think so. Isn't it like you if you fire them like in the season, it's different than if you fire them so. outside the season? I don't think so. Okay. Depends but on the contract. Yeah, I, I guess it th- depends on the contract. But still, like, it makes no sense to me of why you don't just, like, just let this season be what it's going to be. What What are you going to do? Like, come back and beat Alabama? Well, there's, uh, there's a little bit of a, a theory of why they did that. Uh, so Auburn just hired a new associate, not associate, athletic director. Right, which is what they were waiting on. John Cohen, mm-hmm. who comes from Mississippi State, and that's another subplot in all this because he, John Cohen, is went to Mississippi State, mm-hmm. uh, coached baseball at Kentucky, fun fact, okay. back in the day, uh, and now uh, has been the AD at Mississippi State. He's leaving for Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some reasons for that. We don't have to talk about it. But um, he's headed to Auburn, and the thought was, that the president of Auburn was like, we're just going to go ahead before he gets here officially so he doesn't, like, come in and have to do the deed or something. I don't know. Right. But they go ahead and just fire Harson, and now John Cohen comes in, and he is the guy that's going to make the choice for the new coach. Right. Right now they have an interim, which is Cadillac Williams. Cadillac. Who played yes. in the mid Two thousand three, early two thousands, when Auburn had the undefeated and this season. This is my first experience of having a coach that I remember when they played. So this is it, huh? Yeah, what a big moment. I know. I'm he sure looks, we there's some others that that I remember them playing. They, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe like they're like graduate assistants. Okay, but not like but not head, head coaches. coaches. Okay, yeah. that's fair. And um, it's it's not a great feeling. Yeah. Because I do, it feels very full circle. Yeah, well, you know, that's how it goes. But we'll see. It's also their first ever African-American coach. Yeah. So there you go. Good job, Auburn. Good job, Auburn. Um, Since they didn't get the homecoming queen, no. the African-American homecoming queen that I <laughs> wanted. Right. So They'll settle for interim. I guess. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I, who, what are your thoughts on, uh, on, that's my okay. That's my thoughts on uh, Auburn and uh, Brian Harson leaving. I think he definitely needed to leave. He was he had. I think they need to learn some lessons. Don't don't go up north. Okay. Oh. Don't go up north to don't, hire somebody. Don't go north. Don't go north. Is especially Boise northwest. in the north? Yes. It's as north I, as you, you can. When you tell me the north, I'm not thinking Boise. That's more of no, the west. I'm, uh, well, northwest. Whatever. Okay. Don't don't just you need somebody who has some kind of tie. Brian Kelly's from the north. They Guess why what? didn't Nick they get Saban's from the north? Mark no, Stoops is it's from not the north. Like who where you're from initially, and you're calling uh West Virginia the north. Yeah, yeah. Well, he uh, coached at Michigan State, and that's when LSU got him. Right, but like he he had, didn't have any SEC connection. Who Nick Saban? Yeah, before I don't then. think so. No. Okay. Well, listen. Don't go to the well, north. This point. You're crushing. <laughs> you're crushing this point. You by at this in this tenure of SEC coaches, it's all very in the family, yeah, right? Right. I mean, it just is. Maybe more so than any other time. So you're saying you just need to go f- find a Nick Saban, uh, graduate assistant. Or, like, somebody else that has some kind of connection. Okay, let me hear what your thoughts are for Auburn. By the way, before you do that, I just want to give a shout-out to myself. uh As I remember, we were doing, and you can go pull the tapes and find the receipts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Media Day in 2021, when we did a Media Day show every night. Jeez. And I, we were talking about Brian Harson when he made his first speech. I was like, I don't know about this guy. I don't think he's, I don't think he's got it. Right. And guess what? I was right. Right. Okay. Dang it. A few. All right. All right. You're fine. You can't press all of them. Stop it. Um. Yes. I think. Stop it. Gosh. That is so loud in my ear. Is there an oh yeah sound? No. No. Stop okay. pressing. There's right. not one. Okay. Um, 
I I think that's maybe that's what I mean because there's like some like mid some West Virginia Southern roots in Nick Saban. I I have in my head all of these these people that are um, disproving my theory, but I'm not going to say them. One of them being Josh Heupel. Okay. And the other. What are you trying to say right now? I'm What's... trying to say is they need this. Their next pick needs to be a Southern person. Okay. That's so what I think. You got any in mind? Um, this is my other question to you. Is do you feel like there would be any beneficial lateral moves in the SEC, like in conference moves? Oh. Like who do you think in conference move would that would be like a good choice? And also remember, like you got Auburn Jesus, which is fun, but also you got Auburn boosters, which are not fun. So like you you. It's not like a great – there's some handicaps there. So you're asking me, is there a coach in the SEC who feasibly could move to Auburn? Or would want to, and, and that would, would be a good to move to choice for them. Uh, I think the answer is no. I don't, I, don't, I don't know of anyone who comes to mind. There is one. Uh, now I just my my geography brain settled on Oxford, oh. and oh my gosh, it would be it would be Chef's Kiss perfect. Yeah, like it would it would be phenomenal. I saw a tweet that I don't know. You know, I can't believe everything you read on Twitter. And what? I saw a tweet. You can't. No, you, you can, can if you pay eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and it was like uh, Lane Kiffin called uh. Nick Saban was like, tell me what you think about the Auburn job. Oh, yeah. And he was like, it's great, but the boosters are would make your life horrible. Right. Yeah. So, I don't think that's true. That's not true. Why would we know that? No, Why would we so. know that private conversation? I don't think that's true. Uh, they're all buddy-buddy now. Lane, Lane also tweeted that he said, they posted an article that said that Auburn should hire Coach Prime, Deion yeah. Sanders, and again, Fun, yeah. right? Because Auburn is an agent of chaos. Right. The agent of agents of chaos in the SEC are Auburn, Ole Miss, and th- that's probably it. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody else is like, yeah, you know. But Auburn and Ole Miss, it's just like they're here. Yeah. And Lane Kiffin has done that to Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Auburn lives in chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they thrive in it. LSU also as a as a lovable sidekick. Uh, 2019 LSU is not an agent of chaos. LSU this weekend is an agent of chaos. Um, Would you rather live in uh, Oxford or Auburn? Probably. Okay, so here's the thing. Oxford's got that chicken on a stick. Mm -hmm. Auburn's got that lemonade. Mm -hmm. Can I combine them together? Mm -hmm. Can I? No, I can't. Okay, that won't work. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. We need to do a bracket in the summer of which city you want to live in. Yeah, I Th- agree. That would be fun. My pros and cons would be Oxford is prettier and cooler. Yeah. But also, there's like nothing around it. Right. Um, Auburn. Auburn's you're like, on an interstate. Yeah, you're close. You can shoot up to Atlanta. Yeah. Um, you know, like you're not in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So Oxford, to be fair, you can shoot up to Tupelo. Right. Right. Tupelo in Atlanta, very common, very similar. Which it's not that far from Memphis, actually. But no, it's not. Memphis, Atlanta. I mean, you know how my feelings on Memphis. Yes. I love Mason Memphis. I know you do. Uh, Deion Sanders. Again, if you don't know Deion Sanders, like, where have you been? Mm-hmm. Right. This is. Uh, do you know Deion Sanders? Yes, I know. Deion Tell me Sanders. everything Deion Sanders is famous for. Um, he played at Florida State. He did very good. That's awesome. He was really good. Yes, he was. He played in the NFL. He did. For a team. He did. That was mainly blue? Yes, for a while. For a while, right. Well, he played for them for a while. It sounds like they changed oh, colors. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then. He played for another team in the NFL. Yes, he did. They are mainly yellow. He actually played for five teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Can One you name them? Here I can is. name their colors. Is that. <laughs> You're already... You sure did that. I know that. No, um, is there any... Dallas Cowboys. He did. That's where he played most of his time. Right. Um, Steelers. Nope. Um, Bears. Nope. Green Bay. Nope. I'm just shooting. Like, I, I have nothing. <laughs> Jets. Nope. 
not the Falcons. How long? Uh, he actually was drafted and played for four years with Whatever. the Falcons. Uh, Whatever. I'm just waiting for you to give me as many NFL teams as you know and before we get into, like, uh, Major League Baseball team. That's really true. Uh, he won uh, two Super Bowls. He was the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He's a six-time uh, first-team All-Pro uh, cornerback. He was uh, named to the NFL 1990s All-Decade Team, the NFL 100th Anniversary All-Time Team. Um, he was a two-time unanimous All-American at Florida State. Uh, and uh, that is uh, just a little and bit of the And you read that. I could have read all of that, too. I wonder how many stats you could pull out on Deion Sanders. Uh, do you know something else about him? Yes, he was very big in a video game. I'm sure he was. You're missing something else big about him. He was a movie star. Well, maybe he was. You know that he played for nine years in Major League Baseball as well. Okay. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. He played for the Milwaukee Bruins. Mm, no. Brewers? No. Yeah, that's better. But no, not good enough. It's baseball, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, the Brewers are baseball, yes. The L.A. Dodgers. Okay, here's the thing. He played for four teams. He didn't play for the Dodgers, but he played for four teams that you have heard of and are arguably four of the most well-known teams. And he's the first. He played in the Super Bowl and a World Series appearance in 1992. Okay, so I'm supposed to name the MLB teams? Yeah. Okay, that are the four most well-known. Four of the most well-known. Okay, the Yankees. Okay, that's one. The I don't remember when he played for the Yankees. The, the White Sox. No. The Cubs. No. So you're not going to put a Chicago I team I cannot believe one of these you're not saying. What, the Braves? Yes. Okay, well, I was going to the get there. I knew that one. That was going to be a. What was it? Yes. Okay, I'm just going to save you some time here. He also played for the Reds and the Giants. Okay. But he's like very he, athletic. Is he like Bo well, Jackson? Uh, I don't think he was that good of a football player. He did not win the Heisman Trophy. Bo Jackson? No, Dion. Oh, okay. Anyway, where are we? Why, why, why are we still talking? I don't know. Dion, he you might want be him the to coach. Go to Auburn. He might be the coach at Auburn. I don't think he's leaving Jackson State. Why would you leave Jackson State for Auburn? Are you kidding me? Yes. Of course he would leave for Auburn. Why not? Why? He's built that program. Yeah. And what else are you going to do at Jackson State? Wait for a Florida State job, which is going to be open in a couple years Oh, anyways. Florida State. Auburn's a much better job than Florida State. Yes, but he's all about heart and passion. <laughs> he doesn't need the money. No, no. So but he can win at Auburn. Home? I don't know if he wants to go home. Who says you can't go home, Bon Jovi? <laughs> Maybe he will go home. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think he's going to Auburn. I, don't. I mean, he could, but the, the idea that he wouldn't leave Jackson State for Auburn is ridiculous. Because he wants to wait. Because Auburn's not well, that good of a job. It's a great job. It's a great job. I don't know. Like, you got to be the right kind of person, right? I think, to, like, get over the, the booster situation there. Right. And, like, Dion's not going to care about the boosters. He didn't need the money. He didn't need that job. Mm -hmm. But, like, if they give him too much crap, he'll just leave. Mm -hmm. Right? And he'll go coach Florida State or whoever. Mm -hmm. So, I think the idea that he wouldn't go to, I think that's ridiculous. But. I've heard that yes. you think that's ridiculous. You've I, made that clear. You, I still think that he is. he would go for heart. Okay. Well, we'll see what he does. So why is that Jackson State? So, Florida State is heart. For him, not for me. Okay. It might be for him. Maybe he wants to revolutionize that program again. Get it like Bobby Bowden time. Yeah, maybe. That would be a great story, wouldn't it? It would be. Gosh, it's ridiculous that he wouldn't go to Auburn. Gosh. Um, the other top candidate is Mr. Freeze. I know. I have heard that, which is really interesting. Yeah. And I think that's probably what's going to happen. I feel like he I love it. belongs I love, at I love it. Auburn. I love it. Love it. More In fact, Liberty plays Arkansas this weekend. I so know. I think I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I think they're going to be like, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's just hookers. It's okay. It it's happens all the time. Right. Louisville. We don't know that he wasn't like evangelizing to them on the phone. Calm we down. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Hugh, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's turned Liberty into a very good program, very solid. Um and Auburn, we'll just see how desperate they are. Uh, besides Dion and uh, Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin, I don't know. I mean, there's been people who are like Baylor's offensive line coach. I mean, I, I feel like the Auburn faithful will not get up for that. No. 
so so we'll see. They need they need something flashy. Yeah. You know, some people think that Lane Kiffin's going to wait for Saban to retire. And, and he's going to go, go to Alabama, Alabama, which would be fun. Yeah. I would enjoy that. Yeah. I don't know if Georgia would enjoy that. Because right. I think Kiffin would kill it at all. I mean, they wouldn't be Saban. But yeah. They, they wouldn't take that. I don't know. Do you want to be the coach after Saban? No, of course not. I would, I, would let, I would let there be a lame duck and then go. Yeah. Ed Ordron. Mm-hmm. Who says no? Would be I don't very know. Exciting. He's still he's still living on his what seventeen million dollars or whatever he got. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, all right, last thing, real quick. Uh, we're not gonna spend much time on this because it's just a, a cluster. Jimbo Fisher, Texas A and M. My God in heaven. Yeah, they've lost their last four games. Oh dang, they have. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, every week he gets out there and he's like, "We have a really good team." We <laughs> and it's just like. It's almost like crickets where it's like, really? Like, we're not seeing it, but, like, they keep talking about how, like, good they are. And so the last two two game, two losses was South Carolina, 30-24, to 24, and then uh, Ole Miss last week where they were winning most of the time, and then Ole Miss came back and won 31-28. Right. Um, I turned that game off because I thought that A&M was w- going to win. Well, so they, they did not. They did not. They did not. Um, but they also, but in that game, they debuted a new quarterback, yep. Connor Wegman. 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 And he actually did really good, even though they lost. So that's what all these AM people are like. But look, he did really good. Five he star. Did. I mean, he's the future, right? Yeah. He's a five star freshman. I mean, I mean Haynes King. I, yeah. So, but yeah, they just, uh, they're not good. And the offense stinks. And uh, the defense is not as good as they could be. And if people are like, yeah, just wait till next year, they get all their talent. Well, that talent's going to leave. I mean, yeah. that, I mean they're going to leave, or at least some of them will. Right. So, uh, because if I'm the if I'm the head honchos in the SEC, if I'm Texas, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to poach some of those players. So, in any case, uh, they got Florida this week. Uh, Florida is just very middling right, right now. Um Having lost uh, their last two games, uh, so it'll be it'll be an interesting one. Uh, says nobody because everyone's going to be watching those other two games. Um, but yeah, Jimbo, it's just a struggle, and and right now the best they can do is seven and five. Uh, if they win out, which is feasible, beating winning Florida at home at Auburn, UMass, and then LSU at home, uh, you finish at seven and five. Which, uh, to be fair, was not eight and four, which is where I think Jimbo was perpetually going to finish at A and M. But I mean, yeah. missing a bowl is on the table. If they don't win, you you would assume they'll lose out or they'll win at Auburn. That's maybe a strong assumption. And you would assume they beat UMass. That's going to happen. Uh, but losing to Florida and then LSU at home, two more losses at home, and they will miss a bowl. So, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it is, and I feel like they kind of like painted themselves in a corner, which from the outside is kind of hilarious, you know, that they were like, because it was such a big deal when they hired him of how much money and his contract, and now they cannot buy him out. The buyout right now is $85 million. It might be 86 I mean, who's counting? And they, like, extended his contract last year. I mean, they're really just, like, screwing screwing themselves over. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of teams right now who, like, put ridiculous money on coaches and are just, eh. so you've got Jimbo, Mm -hmm. Mel Tucker, who was going to go to LSU? Mm-hmm. Michigan State paid him Jimbo money to stay, and Michigan State is bad. They're not awful, but they're bad this mm-hmm. year. James Franklin at Penn State, mm-hmm. who Penn State perpetually nine and three. Right. I mean, they cannot beat Ohio State or Michigan. You know, they just cannot get up to there consistently. Mm-hmm. So you do have a lot of these coaches. I think there's another one I'm thinking of. I can't think of who it is, but there's there's these coaches out there making just absurd money. And just not delivering at all. And yeah. the school's kind of trapped. They're trapped. They didn't want them to leave. They paid. And now they're kind of stick with stuck, at least at this point, with like, eh. So, right, right. I mean, that's, that's kind of the worst place to be than Auburn, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. at least yeah. Auburn has hope now that you have a new a new face coming. So. That's true. That's true. They, they're in a better position than A&M right now, honestly. Right. So... Um, they're lower than A and M, but they're, you know. Yeah, they're they're more trend- potential. Yeah, exactly. More hope, I guess. Let's see what else is on the the docket for this weekend. Just to go through them real quick. Arkansas is hosting Liberty. Arkansas is quietly 
Uh, coming back into it a little bit after losing three in a row. Um, Arkansas beat BYU on the road. KJ Jefferson back. They win at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Liberty, LSU, Ole Miss, three straight at home. Then at Missouri to end the year. Uh, very possible Arkansas could finish the year nine and three. That's great. That's Sneaky. Where I had them. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Sneaky nine and three after a, a tough start. Uh, Auburn is at Mississippi State. Again, that's the John Cohen Bowl. Um, again, it, we've seen this year a team fires a coach and there, there's a reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado got a win. Uh, Georgia Tech got a win. So it's happened a couple times. Could happen here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi State has been um, very inconsistent uh, this year. Um, losers are two in a row right now at Arkansas or at Kentucky and at Alabama. So they'll be looking to to get it back on track. Big game for Mississippi State next week as the Georgia Bulldogs come to town. That might be an interesting game um, in the midst of the cowbells. You think the Zorro music was bad? Wait for that. I don't know. The cowbells on the TV, though, it's like just this dull sound in the background. I feel like in person, it's probably highly, highly annoying. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, I've never been to Mississippi State. Someone games. else, someone gets to experience the Zorro music this weekend. Well, let's talk about that. Kentucky is on the road looking to overcome the, the, uh, the, the moment. I just can't. It, it makes me so sad because, like, it, it, I felt, you know, we had Fowler and Herb Street, mm-hmm. and we're like at the mountaintop, and then. Yeah. So uh, we've been relegated to SEC Network at at noon. Uh, So we're playing Missouri. Uh, Missouri got that win on the road at South Carolina, Mm -hmm. uh, which was honestly hilarious because Shane Beamer has been feeling his oats a little bit. So Missouri put him back in place. Eli, okay. Like I see Eli winning two in a row uh, after a tough stretch. And then let's hope that doesn't continue this week. But uh, Missouri is, is making a bit of a run. So it should be a terrible game to watch because neither offense uh, can do anything relevant. Or, so lots or good of third right down now. music. Oh, gosh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that Soro is going to be out of control. Yes, and then the last game on the docket, everyone's excited for this one, the Gamecocks in Nashville to take on Vanderbilt. There you go. I don't care about that game at all. Uh, if you do, I think. Uh, <laughs> it will be. I'm hoping Vandy wins because, yes. again, South Carolina – just ugh. so yeah you're not on the beamer train who do you who do you just like more tennessee or South Carolina? oh tennessee are you serious like if beamer beats tennessee i will laugh for two hours straight i feel like kentucky be so much fun and maybe this is just me do okay. you feel like kentucky hates tennessee more than georgia hates tennessee globally oh yes okay absolutely do you think that has to do with basketball a lot more because no. we don't really care about basketball. So. Uh, well, Tennessee is a Tennessee has always been a very good basketball program. Right. But fun fact, they've never been to a Final Four. Really? Yep. Never. Oh. Guess who has Georgia? Of I course. Th- well, no, has Georgia been to a Final Four? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a little googling. A little light googling here. Yeah. Georgia Dominique Final Four. Wilkins. Has Georgia ever made a Final Four? 1983. That's what I said. What a year, man. What well, some years, those early 80s. The early 80s, yeah. yeah. You know who else has been to a Final Four in basketball? South Carolina, mm-hmm. 2017. Tennessee has never been. That is pretty and, amazing. But Tennis- they do have a – I mean, like, I think of them as being good at basketball. Well, we're going to start our uh, – we're going to start our transition on you, me, and the SEC to basketball starting next week. We so we'll, we'll be talking about Tennessee basketball Tennessee, okay, so like in the basketball world, we'll do a little minute, and then we're done. Uh, Tennessee has been doing, um, or or some college basketball teams have been doing these secret scrimmages. Okay. Uh, which they play, you know, other top programs, but it's secret. Like, no one's supposed to know. But then okay. the box score will get released. Tennessee can play. So, like, no one's allowed to watch it? No, it's like, yeah, it's closed door. So they, like, go to, like, some, like, meet me at the basketball court in, like, this neighborhood, and then, like, nobody's supposed to know? Yeah, basically. Okay. So, like, Tennessee played Gonzaga in somewhere in Texas. Okay. Like, they just, I guess, met halfway. Probably had a court that was outside. I would say there was a basketball court in Texas somewhere that was willing to house it. But it was a a, a pay-per-view, like, you could pay $10 to watch the game, and I almost paid, but I did not. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Tennessee won by, like, 20 so now okay. everyone's talking like Tennessee's the best team in the SEC. And why why keep it a secret? Is this just to like be like like keep it cool? Well, you don't want to like you want to play that team, but you don't want to get tape released to like show everybody else to do some advanced scouting. 
Oh, Even so it's not really like. But that you small could pay ten if anybody wants to advance scouting, they'll pay ten dollars. Sure. So they did it. They did that for like a fundraiser for something. Okay. Maybe a private company. I don't know. What I don't were. know about this like secret basketball games. Okay. Like secret exhibition games. I can't tell everyone how unenthused you look at this <laughs> idea. But anyway, Tennessee won by twenty, and I, I will not stand for this. I will not stand for Tennessee to be the best at football and basketball. So Georgia yeah. better fix it this weekend. Well, listen, I don't like it when you're good because I remember what Florida. What, 2006? Yeah, when they won both. Yes. Yeah. And it's just not, and I think Ohio State had a run at some point where they were good at both. Well, they're always pretty good at both. Right. Um, and I, I, that's not fair. So yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Because I, I actually don't, I think. actually, surprisingly, I don't care about Tennessee basketball. Well, <laughs> so. no, that is not true because earlier tonight you said how the past team was fun, and you pulled out a name of a Tennessee player who hasn't played there for four years, and you knew that name. Oh, Admiral Schofield. How could you forget so that name? So, at this moment, tell me a Tennessee football player's name, not Hendon Hooker. Um, Cedric Tillman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been You, Me, and the SEC. Bye.